Rage. How's it going, dude? Alright. It's been a while. Yeah. This band's my favorite. Don't you love them? Yeah, it's gonna be the best. I'm so stoked. Hey, girl. You want a beer? Alright. Aw, oh, man. This is the best. I'm so glad we're all back together and stuff. This is great. Hey. Um, do you guys know about the party after the show? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm gonna go, but um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride? Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Weezer, episode 30. This is a very special We Are Weezer edition of We Are Weezer, where we're going to be talking about you and us, So, because we are all Weezer. My name is Rachel, and I'm here today with... Amy! And Allie. Hi! Hey! (laughs) Uh, First of all, I'm going to tell you guys who we are. We're a podcast. We take a Weezer song, and we research the crap out of it, get all the details for you. We do lots of uh, Weezerpedia reading and other articles. We do a deep dive, and then we... Give them all to you in one nifty podcast. Nice little package. Yes. (laughs) You're welcome. We fill you in and we rate the songs using our fancy and intricate, highly classified special rating system. And we provide current Weezer news, events. We talk about all the shows we go to, a little bit of history. We Right now we have three hosts and we, we actually started out with two hosts. So if you've been listening since the beginning, it was me and Rick. And we would go to um, the garage with Amy or Juliet once an episode. But now we have no garages right now. We have three hosts. So we're all equal hosts, Rachel, Amy, and Juliet. And we also have Allie, our graphic designer, who steps in once in a while and helps co-host. And we also have a wonderful audio engineer. His name is Brian and he, he gets us. So I feel like we're in a place that we're supposed to be in right now. It's really great. Everything's working out harmoniously and nicely. And that's that. Um, Every 10th episode, we uh, try to do something a little different. So our first one was on Michael and Carly. I highly recommend that episode. There's also a podcast called What Say Ye? And they did their own Michael and Carly deep dive, which is like more of like a news biography type situation podcast, which is really good. And our other, our 20th episode was on Matt Sharp, who was the... OG bassist of Weezer. And so check that one out if you get a chance. And this time it's all about us. So I figured I would retell, or I don't know if I've ever told like the full story of where our name came from because I forgot like the original video, which I still wasn't able to find, but I know where it is at least. I was listening to, it was like a video interview of Carl, somebody from a website called All Things Weezer posted it, or Weezerpedia on iTunes. There's an interview with Carl and he talks about like his heart songs. He talks about 
bands that he loves. And I think he was talking about, let's see here. I think he was talking about The Clash. Let's see. Yeah. So he says about The Clash in this interview that they always destroy me. I listen to them so many times between 13 and 18, thousands of times, too many times. They're just in my bloodstream. So it kind of gave me the idea that Weezer, like the clash for Carl, that's Weezer for us. And they're in our bloodstream. And so you could say that we are all, we are Weezer and we are all Weezer. And I think that it, if you asked the band that they would probably say the same thing about their fans. Cause I don't know another like band that has fans that just love them. So die hardly, if that's not a, not a word, I'm sure. Fanatically. Fanatic. Like just, I don't know <laughs> to the point where there's like legitimate multiple places to talk about them. And it's crazy. So that's the story of We Are Weezer. And in the very beginning, we kind of all bounced it off of each other. And Rick and I liked it. So that's what it became. Ta-da! I love that. Beautiful. I didn't know that. Yeah. I got the idea from Carl. (laughs) Aww. Thanks, Carl. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks to Clash for giving Carl... The feels, like Weezer gave us the feels from 13 to 18, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yes. So, wow. It has been, we're on episode 30, right? That is, that's crazy. And we were talking before the show. It's been one year and three months to the date of this recording, which is July 29th. So our first recording was April 29th of 2017. And it feels like we've been doing this show much longer (laughs) in a good way, not a bad way. (laughs) I feel like we're all comfortable now. It's like much more comfortable and faster because we can just like, we know what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that breaks down in hours. That is a good question. (laughs) We'll have to figure that out. How many episodes per because it's it's over most episodes are like between an hour and an hour and a half oh yeah and well not including like the work that goes into it oh yeah how much time we we've spent on on the podcast a lot maybe not a year and three months but (laughs) yeah (laughs) a lot though as the show continues to grow we've all had the ideas of making some merch for you guys that you can wear to just show off your love of Weezer in more ways. And (laughs) Rachel and I have been talking back and forth about some great ideas and we are super excited to show these to you and get them printed and rolling out to you guys. I'm excited. I've been working pretty hard on some sketches. Just got to get it digitized now. I want to see the sketches. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll send them to you. Okay. Real soon. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. excited. You should be able to find some links to the merch store on all of our social medias. Yes. And also it supports us. So it's like Patreon, but with shirts. 
Yeah, you get something, something. You get something out of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so do we. So, but yeah. that's nice. Also, shout out at the beginning of the show to basically everyone who's ever helped contribute to this show specifically, everyone who called in, everyone who wrote us, and everyone who consistently comments and interacts with us on social media. We love that. Shout out to our friends and families who put up with all the time that we spend recording and talking about Weezer. Because (laughs) being engaged, like socially engaged with somebody who loves Weezer to somebody who doesn't love Weezer is a hard task (laughs) because we we are such nerds when it comes to Weezer. So props to you guys and gals for putting up with us. And of course, a huge shout out to everyone who tunes in whenever we put out an episode because we just love the support. And also to Weezer for making all of this possible, giving us stuff and music to be obsessed with and to (laughs) make a podcast about for all of you and for rocking on. Rocking out, rocking our socks off. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And just being awesome as a, as people and, and as a band. Yeah. Just in general. (laughs) Yeah. Listen to our next episode. We have a Weezer cover band coming on to co-host. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about in the intro? No? Nope. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back and we'll uh, start the discussion portion where we're going to read your emails and tell our own personal fun Weezer stories. So we'll be back. everybody hope you enjoyed our song selection each one of us kind of picked out whatever we felt like putting on the show this week so little snippets of favorite weezer songs or solos or whatever we feel like we wanted to start it off with all the things that weezer has done for or with the fans just to reiterate how awesome they are, we hope you're ready for this. So, things that Weezer has done for us. Hoot nannies. Personal shows. Meet and greets. Cruises. Acoustic sets. They have regenerated or surged or whatever you want to call it, the fan club, three times. 
They've done charity shows. They've also done video shoots that include fans. They've included fans in writing their songs. Contests. And what is the most recent is singing and redoing Africa for all of us. So this is the best. I don't know if anybody's ever made headlines like this before, but I think Weezer kind of leads in a lot of different ways. And so the the story of Africa, we got the newsy part of the story from Allison Stewart of the Chicago Tribune. Link will be in the details of the show. It all started on Twitter, as things often do. A then 14-year-old Weezer fan named Mary, whose Twitter name is at Weezer Africa, started a public campaign to persuade the the alt-rock band, to cover the 1982 Toto hit Africa. For months, she kept at it, tweeting the band members, when would they bless the rains down in Africa? And eventually they did. Check out the link because it's actually an interview with Scott and it's pretty cool and interesting and fun. And a young fan basically just tweeted the crap out of Weezer to the point where they literally did what she asked them to do and covered Africa. And I think, yeah, all of us here have seen it now mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome, right? It is so it good. It was definitely an experience to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I will not forget. Actually, I was at the fir- like the show where they played Africa live for the first time at Jimmy Kimmel Live or whatever. And I'll never forget that. It was It was awesome. We weren't allowed to have our phones, so which I really liked because I just like stood there and was very present and took it all in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever done that before, except at my wedding where I literally am in the middle of something and I consciously taking in literally everything so that I can remember it later. And I just remember thinking, okay, just enjoy the show and take in the the scenery. It was a beautiful day. There wasn't a lot of people. I was with a small crowd and seeing Weezer perform Africa live and Pat jamming those drums out. It was just so surreal and awesome. And they rocked it. Like, and then the guy from Toto came out. It was great. I, I mean, and who would have thought that they would have actually done it? I don't know. So Thanks, Mary, for all your hard work. (laughs) Oh, yes. It really paid off. All right. So why don't we move on to an email? All right. So first up, we're going to read an email from Irene. So here is her story. I've unfortunately never met Weezer or seen them in concert, but I'm still going to share how I first got into them. I feel like I've been hearing Weezer's music all my life. I've heard their songs every summer on the radio, which was great, and I always knew it was them when I heard Beverly Hills or other songs of theirs that were big during that time. That being said, I'm not good at recognizing voices. Neither am I sometimes, though. (laughs) A lot of times, even if the person has a very distinct voice and they come out with a new song, and let's say it's playing on the radio, and so it's not listed who it is, I won't know who it even is, even if it's someone who she really likes. (laughs) So when she was in ninth grade, 
Magic by B.O.B. came out, and she said that it was definitely the bop of a century, which I agree. It was a great song. <laughs> I don't even really, like, I don't know that song in my head by heart, but I did. I have I have heard it. Oh, yeah. After I read this, I, I looked it up. <laughs> oh, I know it because Rivers is on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I really liked it because of the chorus. I remember distinctly thinking something along the lines of Rivers Cuomo. That's a cool name. And when the popularity of the song died down, I still liked it and kept it on my phone. It's still there, and I listen to it from time to time. So two Aww. years ago, when the White Album came out, I really started to get into Weezer. When I heard that album, I bought it immediately, and I became obsessed with it. And so I listened to all of their other albums and became even more obsessed with Weezer as a whole. Because how could you not? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, when I got obsessed, when I get obsessed with something, I need to know everything about it, and I did. You would think that at some point I'm, I would have made a connection between Magic's Rivers Cuomo and Weezer's Rivers Cuomo, but I never did. <laughs> it wasn't until I accidentally <laughs> clicked on Rivers Genius page that I found out that he was the one on the song Magic, and I just felt like the stupidest person, and I sat there for half an hour just questioning my entire existence. That's hilarious. I think I think we can all relate oh, to yes. that. Irene, you're not you're not the stupidest person no. in the world. Nope. We've all been there. We've all done that. Yeah, I have the same story pretty much. I heard this song during a uh, pom-poms practice and I sat there <laughs> and I'm like, this song's great. This voice is great. I went home and looked it up. And I was like, oh, well, no wonder it's Rivers. <laughs> like, no wonder I like that crazy song. <laughs> oh, that, I, that just proves that we've all been there. We've all done that. Oh, yes. It happens to everybody. Yep. Yes. Don't question your entire existence. You're not uh, a bad person. Because <laughs> that means I'll have to as well. Yeah, same. Because I didn't even know. <laughs> Thank you, Irene, for your awesome story. I think it's time for one of our stories. Oh, yeah. Who, who wants to go? I can go. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is a new story that I will be sharing. <laughs> Recently, I graduated college, so I had to go on a job hunt. And during my interview with the job that I landed, by the way, Congratulations. I brought, thank you. I brought up my contributions to this podcast in the sense of graphic design and um, just record, being comfortable being recorded and, and stuff like that. And so the guy interviewing me was like, so what's the podcast? Because <laughs> I was kind of keeping the name out of it, you know, to have some sense of like privacy i guess even though and I'm, you're like and then here's the nerdy part <laughs> yeah even though i'm out on the internet but yeah so i was like all right um it's called we are weezer it's about the band called weezer <laughs> and he's like yeah weezer i know them i love them and so i'd Aww. like to say that's probably why i got the job <laughs> that's awesome weezer yeah. providing jobs thank you <laughs> Weezer helping you achieve your dreams and get that job. Woohoo! Oh, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I believe it. I think yeah. that 
you probably would wouldn't have got that job if it wasn't for Weezer and <laughs> and other people enjoying their music. Yeah, I even uh, got him to listen to one of our episodes. Oh, oh what cool. episode? The recent one that I was on, Memories. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What did he say? Oh, he was really interested in how we just, like, since we live far away from each other, how we even record this. <laughs> so I had to Ma- explain to him how it works. <laughs> did you just say magic? <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I would have. Like, it's just magic. Yeah. Yeah. It it's just the happens. Weezer we just magic. Mm-hmm. We all have it. It just comes together somehow. <laughs> so how about we get into another email? Yes. So this is Robbie's email. This is the synopsis of the story. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. There was a guy who climbed a palm tree to see the Weezer stage better. Okay. And here's the story. (laughs) This was at my show in Florida. Everyone, including me, had been waiting over five hours for Weezer. So uh, I assume it was a festival. Yes, that's a really long time to wait for Weezer. I mean, I would wait that long, but I'm a nerd, so. I would too, but like, I don't know, the whole bathroom thing and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so this tree guy showed up for a band that he can't, for the life of him, remember what the name was. (laughs) But their singer dedicated the next song to him because he had had climbed a tree. (laughs) And security tried to get him down both times, and he only responded by climbing further up the tree. And given this is Florida, so the trees are spiky. So (laughs) that guy must have gotten lots of spikes in who knows where. Yeah, ouch. When When he came back for Weezer, no one noticed until Rivers stopped for like a millisecond to point at Tree Guy, and everyone collectively lost their shit. The last thing someone shouted was, he back at it again. Tree guy climbing the tree. Yeah, I can. Re- I would do that. I'd do that for Weezer. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably get stuck. Yeah, I would, like, I would probably get stuck and then start crying. Because it's like, oh, now I'm, like, way too high. I can't get down. And then, I need then get to the paramedics. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because, like, if the crowd is below you, you can just, like... Be like, I'm going to stage dive and yeah. stage dive. <laughs> like, that's the only way to do that. Rock that's and a roll. lot of trust in people. There is no other way to get out of a tree than that way. Because I just had a vision. Yeah. Of but, like, a, okay, so what does your tree guy look like? Because my tree guy is wearing a tie-dye shirt and cargo shorts, flip-flops, oh. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know what his ha- like face looks like, but that's that's the outfit he's wearing in the tree. No, my my tree guy has no shirt and is sunburned with <laughs> cargo shorts and yes. only one flip flop oh, and I'm, bald. And he's like shaved his head. I'm picturing a shirtless guy with a beard, probably like really short hair, practically mm-hmm. bald. Yeah, in cargo shorts, just like Amy said. Yep. Yep. um, Like drunken middle aged Midwestern guy. Yeah. And wearing like some old dirty tennis shoes. Okay. Hmm. My guy is a little younger, like 20, 20 something. Yeah. My guy's younger too. Mid 20s. (laughs) Because he's like just being silly and didn't realize it was going to hurt so much. But now that he's up there, he's got to commit, you know? My tree guy is really drunk. 
<laughs> Make sure you guys like really stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, good times. <laughs> thank you, Robbie, for uh, your awesome story. That's great. Oh, yeah. I like it a lot. Um, okay, so I'm going to jump into an email from Skip. Here we go. So this is the story of how I became a Weezer fan. I was on vacation in Costa Rica and started listening to Holiday and Surf Wax America on the way to surf lessons. So when I got home, I started getting obsessed with the Blue Album. I was probably listening to it five to ten times a day for about four months straight. That is a really long time to listen to it that many times. It's got to be some kind of record skip. There was something about it, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And then it dawned on me, I lived this album, probably not alone. My entire life, I have had PTSD around social situations, just talking to people. Don't even think about talking to a girl I like. And Undone happened to me in a less explicit manner. Okay. My first true love broke up with me completely out of the blue, and it caused me uh, not to be able to trust my ability to perceive other people's feelings. So I guess years later, uh, he found out that the reason she broke up with him was because somebody who like tormented him as a child started tormenting her because she was dating him, which is really, really... That's wrong. Weird <laughs> and messed up. And who has that kind of time, tormenting time? I don't get it. And I'm really sorry. So that made it so that he didn't want to be friends or get a girlfriend because he didn't want this tormentor guy to like torment them. And if it wasn't for the blue album, he says that he would never have figured all that out. So it's been almost two years since my obsession with the Blue Album began, and I've began dating and have a girlfriend now. Congratulations. Yeah. And every time a new situation would occur in my life, the new Weezer album would appear, and Rivers had already gone through it and showed me the way. Aw. And that's why I'm proud to say <laughs> I'm a Cuomosexual. Thanks for listening <laughs> to my story. Skip. Well, that is, okay. That is great. Yeah. What a weirdo tormentor person. Yeah. Nothing else to do. I don't know. Why why interfere? Weird. Bullies are legit. <laughs> bullies are awful. I was bullied and bullies are bad. Mhm. Yeah. I think we I think we can all say that we've had that experience, probably still go through that experience just with like the internet because people feel so brave online when they're not looking at you to your face. Yep. It's yeah. it's a little bit disturbing. And with all of the like I don't know speaking of, I don't know if you guys have uh I am a teenage girl sometimes when I like to watch TV. So <laughs> I will still watch like MTV shows, like the real world and stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> okay, good. I'm not alone. So I don't know if you've seen the uh, series called 30, 31 Reasons or no. 13. 13 Reasons. Have you seen oh, it? I refuse to watch it, honestly. <laughs> okay, why? 
I don't know. Is it, like, like, too overrated, do you think? Well, that and, like, I just don't like watching things that have, like, a sad overtone. Like, I'm, like, more of a comedy person or just, like, informational documentary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but as a mental health professional who worked in the field of suicide for as long as I did, I'm very aware of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten around to watching it because it's still too close to, like, that work atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say the, the way that it is shot, the cinematography is amazing. So yeah, I, I'm aware. I am not done watching it yet. I kind of took a little break, but I was uh, obsessed with it for a while. I think I'm almost done. I'm on like episode 22 or three or something. And Ali, I think, I think you should give it a shot. It is <laughs> really important and I who like for whatever reason I have a um I have a subson and he talked about it and I'm like oh you know I tend to uh blow him off uh with his recommendations because he's to me he's just like this kid that like you know I'm not going to like it or oh no it wasn't him it was it was another uh family friend's daughter who's young and I I tend to like not take ideas from kids seriously, but I, I should. And now I know that. So I'm going to kind of change that because I was like, you know what, I'll check this out and see what it's all about. Yeah. And after the first season, now that I'm in, it's really, really good and really, really important. And really, they did do a really good job of shooting it and telling a story. And it talks about everything. And I think that it probably hits home for somebody in some way once or twice at least. So if you're not on one side, you're on the other side. Um, It's basically about a girl who uh, is in high school and she kills herself and and she leaves these tapes behind to tell the story of why and like the reason, the 13 reasons are, are the tapes. Mm-hmm. So she's telling her people like why she's doing this and um, not to like downplay it, but I think that it's pretty much the reason is because it was just too much for her to handle yeah. at the time. And it's really sad that she felt that was like, the way to do it or like the solution to how she was feeling. So throughout all the tapes and the, the discussion, the story goes through, touches on all kinds of high school situations and that I think everyone could relate to like college to, or just an adult. If you have kids, like kind of just open your eyes to what it's like. Um, And even as a teenager, so like just to think back about how I was a teenager, you don't want to talk to your parents about your feelings because <laughs> you think that they're not going to understand or you just can't like for whatever reason. It touches on those situations where you're just like, I don't know why I didn't do that, why I didn't think I could talk to my parents because like literally your parents are the only ones who are not going to care about anything that you have to share with them and they care about you so much. Mm-hmm that you could say whatever, whatever. And, and they're, even if they don't understand, they're going to try, but we don't for whatever reason, when you're a teenager, I don't know why it's just that, like that feel it. 
What's the psychology behind that, Amy? It probably has to do with when you're a teenager, you tend to want, you're in between that period of depending on your parents and trying to develop your own independence. So you may not necessarily turn to your parents for things like that. That makes and sense. And we may not, we, we lean more heavily on our peer groups. And when you have something as serious as suicide or bullying, it can be really difficult to talk to your peer groups because you're afraid of being judged or what their reaction is going to be. When most of the time it's, it's, it's helpful, but th- that, that unknown that they don't know about can you be can't very scary. trust yourself. Right. And like if somebody is really going through a hard time and feeling suicidal, they, they're not thinking rationally and they may feel like they don't want to put their problems on somebody else and be that burden, you know? Yes. Um, which which it, in hindsight, it doesn't make sense because that's what friends and family are for. Mm-hmm. But to the person who is feeling suicidal, they really feel like they are truly a burden to somebody and that the only way out, like a good analogy is that it, the, the, it's like the room is on fire and there's only one doorway that you can get out of. It's that tunnel vision. Um, so that, that's, that's what I have learned in my experience. And I'm, I'm happy you brought up 13 Reasons Why, because it is, uh, it's also a book. It's a really, it's, I think it's a better book than a, uh, oh, a TV show. Oh, I didn't show. know that. Yep, yeah, okay. it's based off a book. Um, and the book, the book is really good as well. And that is a good example of bullying. And y- yeah, the show is about suicide and all that. But like the underlining other things, like you have, they deal with rape. They deal with alcohol and some violent situations and you you see kind of like that peer group interaction Mm -hmm. um the trickle yeah and being afraid to stand up um because it can be very hard to stand up for uh yourself and for others so i think it does a good job of depicting what kids can actually deal with yeah yeah, yeah all the different types yeah. of personalities that people have. Like some people are super strong uh, personalities and like, you know, you've got uh, and then they depict all the groups in school. So you've got your your poets and your dramas <laughs> and your jocks and your just mm-hmm. regular kids. And then there's the teenager and then there's the one jock who like everyone doesn't know, but he's. Uh, like doesn't even have a place to live and um, the the how even in those like jock groups there's uh, it seems like they're all the same but there's mm-hmm. still a couple of them that they aren't they don't associate or have that same frame thought frame but they're they can't stand up for themselves and even though they're like the strong group or whatever some of them can't even say like how they really feel to their own friends for and just yeah it's I don't know it's really good I think it's good and it's heavy and yeah uh, it can be triggering um so you can get an emotional ambush especially if you've felt any kind of that if you've gone through any of the things because they don't hold back um so 
if you have had thoughts of suicide or been bullied or are a rape survivor, just know that it, it isn't easy to watch. Um, and because we have talked briefly about suicide, I do want anyone to know that if you are feeling suicidal, the National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And there is a crisis text line. If you text HOME, that's H-O-M-E, to 741-741, you can also uh, get crisis help anywhere in America. Thank you. So to go from that heavy conversation that we just had <laughs> to something a little lighter about the email, um, I super relate to this guy, Step, Skip, Skip, skip. Um, about him feeling like every album just hits home. Because I feel the same way about a band called Newfound Glory. They're they're like the pop punk kings. I feel like I can say that. I say they're the mm -hmm. pop punk dads. <laughs> the, oh, the pop punk dads. I like oh. that even better. That okay, they are the pop punk dads. Um, because every single album that has come out has been in the place in my life at the exact time. Like their album comes out and I'm like, oh my gosh, did you guys read my diary? <laughs> Like, do, do you, are you in my head? Are you, like, getting songs from my brain? Um, so I, I feel this is super, I super relate to you, Skip. And I think everybody does that, too. Like, I don't know if we read the email or not, but just getting obsessed with something and having to know all about it, that's basically how this podcast happened. <laughs> and um, And also, like, over listening to something because uh, you love it so much. And then uh, that's so cool that you can like get stuff out of it. Um, that, that Rivers is able to write something to communicate with you uh, it, like, you know, 20 years later and kind of like create that connection to your own life. So that's cool. And that's cool about new newfound glory too. Yep. So if you like pop punk, you should, you, you should already know about Newfound Glory. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 Does out of 10. Newfound and their Glory. shows are some oh. of the best shows I've ever been to. Oh, wow. Okay. They're I've fun. only seen them once. So. What? Yeah. What? What? What kind of fan are you, I Allie? Mean, I don't have other friends or people that like, like them, oh. too. So, oh, the first, so the only time oh. I've seen them was uh, when they went on tour with Yellow Card. And my <gasps> sister was a huge fan of Yellow Card. So that's how oh. I ended up going to see them. Oh, Allie, <laughs> you need to move down here so we can go to shows. Yeah. Dude. Yes. Like, come to Texas. Yeah. It's okay. It's hot. It's hot, but we'll survive. It's okay. <laughs> you you will survive. You'll be you'll be afraid at first, but you will survive. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's cheap. Uh, it is cheap. I'm sure there's a lot of graphic design jobs out there. For sure. Oh yeah, Dallas is a hot spot. Right on. Dallas, right Austin. On. Allie's like, I'll think about it. <laughs> think about Maybe it. a nice visit, but. <laughs> yeah. Like if you ever want to see Newfound Glory or Weezer, come to Texas and I will go with you. Sweet. There you go. I will. Like you, you can crash at my place. You have a place to stay. Perfect. <laughs> Done. Just get here. I love it. And that ties in pretty good to my story, my Weezer yes. story. Tell us your Weezer story. So we were talking before the show and we were talking about what stories we would tell. And I didn't really know what story I would tell. And then it clicked. I need to tell this story. So I love Weezer. 
and I have a Weezer tattoo. It's mm. a green tattoo. I'm not a big fan of it. It needs to change up a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> I I got my Weezer tattoo when I was, uh, let's just say 12 years ago. Okay. <laughs> With thir- no, 13 years ago. I like it. Because I was, no, maybe 14 years ago. See, I think I was 20, 21. I was 21. I was 21 and I'm 34 now. So it's been 14 years. Anyway. With Amy and Allie and Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have to do it once a show. It's a thing. It's a thing. (laughs) And um, I I was in college and I, I always like to sit in the front row. Because I don't like to see all the people behind me, and I really like to. Same here. <laughs> I, if I if I if I sit behind people, I get too distracted, and then I get frustrated. So I have to be like up front, so I I can see everything at just whatever. Whatever and angle you want to be at. Exactly, and uh, I, I remember the class. It was my drugs and behavior class that I took. Uh, I was still working on my bachelor's. This was spring of two thousand eight, so it would have been. January, in January of 2008. And I had my Weezer tattoo and there were, there were like, uh, four girls up front that we all, you know, like when you take a class, you kind of buddy up, but you're like, oh, whatever. I'm not going to see you ever again. Mm -hmm. And then like this, this one girl, she stood out because she was like, is that, is that a Weezer tattoo? And I was like, I like zoned in and I was like, it is a Weezer tattoo. Because everybody thinks my Weezer tattoo is Wonder Woman or Whataburger or <laughs> Wingstop. And I'm oh, like... that is hilarious. <laughs> really? Everybody. I got a Wingstop tattoo? Really? Or a water Like, Waterburger is orange. And Wonder yeah. Woman is gold. Come on. Not green. Anyway. Uh, so I, like, zoned in on her. And I was like, yes. it It is a Weezer tattoo. And... From then on, like, we became, like, the bestest friends. And I remember our first show together was, it was when Blink-182 was touring with Weezer and Fallout Boy. Or no, 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 no. It was, was it Weezer, Fallout Boy? I think, was it No Doubt? Because. No, I think it might have been My Chemical, no, it it was Weezer and Fallout Boy, because I remember. Or My Chemical Romance. I can't remember. So I had driven to Kansas to see the Weezer and Blink-182 show. And then by the time they came to Texas, it was Blink-182 and whomever the other band was. We'll say Fall Out Boy (laughs) because that feels right. (laughs) And like that was our first show was Blink-182 and whomever because my uh, husband at the time couldn't make it. So I invited her. And then from then on, like, we have been concert buddies. We have gone to more Weezer shows than I would like to admit. (laughs) Um, We've driven to Oklahoma to see Weezer. And that was, like, the best show because, like, Rivers came out. It was a smaller venue. It was at a casino. And, like, he came out into the crowd. And she was, like, so close to him. She could have, like, grabbed his crotch. (laughs) And she's, like. I'm assuming she she didn't, though, right? She did not. She she got a picture, though. Um, with his crotch. Of his crotch. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the camera of his crotch. Yeah. Uh, and she is my she's my Weezer wife, and we go to shows all the time. We go to Newfound Glory all the time. Jelly. Oh. Um, shout out. Shout out to my Weezer wife. 
Um, <laughs> because there are sometimes I would not have gone to Weezer without her. So I love that. I love you, Leticia. <laughs> uh, she sounds like a super awesome, fun uh, gal. She's the greatest. And you guys met in, in school. So that's even like, uh-huh. I don't know. It was meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. That's so funny. Is she in the in the fan club too? She is, but she is. Well, I actually bought her her fan club membership for her birthday or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now you can do all the cool stuff together. Yep, I like it. Yep. Pretty much the only reason why my husband's in the fan club is so that he can do all the cool stuff with me. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not. I don't. I didn't really like doing it alone. Not that it was a big deal, but. I think it would be more fun with somebody, even if, yeah, for sure. Like, no matter who. Um, I love it. That's a great story. Should we do another email? Yeah. Can you sure. do the Rocky voice? Adrian! I love <laughs> <Damn> it. it! <laughs> yeah. All right. So, coming up next here is Adrian's story. I, I really love this one. It gave me a good laugh. So, hi, my name is Adrian, and I have a funny story from about two years ago. So my friends and I have a Weezer cover band, and we had a gig at a social event that was run by a private helicopter company, which is strange to me. Anyways, so they hired us, and they made flyers for advertising the event, and when We got there, we saw the flyer that they made on one of the tables, and it says that Weezer is going to perform from 6 to 8 p.m., not our cover band. (laughs) So at this point, we were pretty nervous about actually coming up on stage. So we talked to a lady named Nancy, who was managing the party, and we told her about the flyer. She said it's okay, so she came up on stage, and she told everybody the mistake on the flyer, and after that, about half of the crowd left. Oh. <laughs> that just sucks. I would still stay. Yeah. He then goes on to yes, tell us. Yes, we all concurred that we would all still stay. <laughs> yeah. He then goes on and tells us, well, we went up on stage anyways, because, you know, how else were we going to get paid? It was pretty awkward after that. Well, that's my story. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out, Adrian. That, I you feel know, so sad. <laughs> yeah. And... I, I don't think I would have brought up the mistake because I bet you the people that left don't actually know who Weezer are. Right. They just were like, we know they're fancy, so we're, we're going to see them. <laughs> yeah. So and I don't know if I would have actually like... How are they going like, to know? Exactly. Yeah, they could have the been jo- like, wow, and- these guys are really good. <laughs> yeah, and the joke would be on them because you know they'd be like posting out all, all over social media yeah. like, oh my god, look at Weezer! <laughs> And then, like, people are going to be like, Uh. that's not Weezer. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been amazing. I I wish that's what would have happened. Also, Nancy, you're fired because, or no, maybe not Nancy, but whoever made the the flyers is definitely fired. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, somebody definitely should be because... You are not detail-oriented. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a gigantic difference between Weezer and a Weezer cover band. <laughs> um, unless, like, their cover name was, like, similar Weezer, to Weezer. Comma, and then in really tiny print, a Tribute. cover band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or if, like, 
the R was turned the other way or if the Z was mm. something. I don't know. I could see, like, maybe how there could have been a mistake. Uh, yes. I don't know. Adrian, what was your band name? I asked that, too. I was like, I need to know the name. I need to see a video. I need to see if you guys want to come on the show. Yeah. We need more. Yeah. We need more. More Adrian. More Adrian. <laughs> you always need more Adrian. Thank you, Adrian, for your story. Love it. Love, Love it. it. Okay. Let's do Lauren's email. Yes, let's do another one. So if you follow us on Instagram at we are Weezer Instagram. No, that's, <laughs> that's it. <We> are <laughs> <laughs> dot com. Sorry. I know you wanted to say it. Dot com. I totally did, but I was like, oh no. <laughs> then there's that weird pause. So if you follow us on Instagram at we are Weezer, you would have seen us post a picture from Lauren about his new limited edition blue album because he's a huge fan and if you send us things we will post them and then you will be famous yes there you go so on to Lauren's email (laughs) Lauren is uh originally from Las Vegas in the summer after his kindergarten year Way back in 2007. So uh, old, Lauren. So you're so That's old. Like, come on. A long time like, ago. You're like a granny <laughs> or a grandpa. Um, <laughs> anyway, they, they moved to a very rural area of Utah called Central. I never really listened to Weezer all that much back then because, let's face it, I was six. But during the move, we drove back and forth between Vegas and Central frequently, bringing all of our stuff to our new home. My dad liked Weezer. That's a lot. And he introduced them to my oldest brother, who then burned all of his favorite songs onto a CD for the car rides for when they would go back and forth. The CDs had songs like Say It Ain't So, Island in the Sun, The Sweater Song, Sound Garden's Black Hole Sun, and a bunch of other grungy 90s songs and alt rock because Weezer isn't grunge. (laughs) (laughs) Our road trips back and forth between Utah and Nevada really helped grow my love for Weezer and developed me into a fan. I love the memories of living there and listening to those same songs today takes me back to that time that I'll always remember. And he says, congrats to 30 episodes. He's a whopping 17 years old. (laughs) I just want to point that out. I think it's awesome that they're doing this extremely long car ride together and dad is playing the 90s songs for him. And I think that we can all relate to specifically Island in the Sun, taking us back to a different time and a place where we're reminiscing and fond memories. And and you remember it well, because it was like, it sounds like they did it a lot. So that's awesome. Yeah. And like, I told my story about how I I fell in love with Weezer with the Green Album. And a lot of that has to do with the nostalgia that comes from listening to the Green Album because I listened to that predominantly my senior year of high school. So for me, like, I totally get this, that whole nostalgia factor and, like, being in a certain place at a certain time, it just brings back those memories. Yeah, and for me, I would say it's Blue Album and and Pinkerton that Mm -hmm. do that. For me in high school. Um, the album that uh, really puts me to a place is Ratitude, actually. 
Um, no hate, no hate. <laughs> no. I remember, I don't, what year did that come out? I don't uh, know. 2009? We need Rick. <laughs> or, I don't 2009? know. 2009? I think so, yeah. So I was like, uh, just going into like sixth grade, watching Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> and I remember they came on and performed, um, if you're wondering if I want you to. And uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. That just, I just remember like, that was when I, um, you know, was starting to be allowed to go on the internet and like use the computer more. <laughs> and I don't know, it just throws me back to that era of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to point out because I'm a nerd and I have to know how long a drive is mm-hmm. given I'm from Texas. So <laughs> a long drive to me is like a day trip is Austin, which is three hours away. Oh, man. The, the, the drive from Las Vegas to central Utah is about two and a half hours. Oh my God, you looked it up? I absolutely did. It's not I long enough. I love all. that. <laughs> I drove three okay, and a half but that's hours still to a see lot. Weezer once. That's four hours. I mean, to be fair, trip. to a kid. Oh my God, to a yeah. Kid, it's forever. A six year old, it is forever. I remember that too. What were you saying, Allie, about. Um, I drove three and a half hours to see Weezer once. That's awesome. Up, up north uh, in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Awesome. I drove. Eight hours to see Weezer. Ooh. Oh my in gosh! <laughs> I flew to Colorado to see Weezer. Wow, that's I think that's like next on my bucket list is to travel to see them. I'm gonna go see them in San Diego, so that's like, gonna be like a two or three hour drive. Um, but I would like to see them somewhere cool, like mm-hmm. I don't know, what's that place in uh, Red Rocks? Yeah, yeah. I want to go there too. Go. It's beautiful. It was great. The, the, the farthest I've ever gone to a show was um, I flew to London to see the Foo Fighters. Oh, my God. Yo. How was that? It, it was great because uh, CeeLo Green was there, too. <laughs> the Foo oh, Fighters wow. are in Chicago today, actually, and I really wanted to go, but oh. expensive. <laughs> yep. Yep. How was that, seeing it with like a different kind of like locale like were the english just as fun or oh they were better really? because like if you if you think about it they don't i mean london gets a lot of shows but they still don't get as many bands as we do here in america like we're very privileged that way and this was the foo fighters first show in five or six years i think um and it, it was it was probably the best show i've ever been to just because the crowd was so into every single song Mm -hmm. and like the energy was just so from the very first song that was played of the evening Mm -hmm. not by the foo fighters just from the very get-go to the very end it was just it was amazing nice yeah well now i really want to go because i was thinking of going somewhere like England or Ireland or somewhere over there where, because I'm kind of afraid going places where they don't speak English. (laughs) That kind of freaks me out. Not because it's hard or different. It's just that it's, there's a, like, to me, I'm a little bit afraid of like getting like sex trafficked or kidnapped or killed and no one like knowing and mm-hmm. if there's a different language happening, I don't know if you've ever seen Hostel, but if there's a different language going on, you don't know what other people are saying, really. 
So even like going to Mexico, I would feel a little weird, even though I can understand it probably way better than I speak it. I still like some things are lost in translation. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I went somewhere, there's lots of noise happening, by the way. So just ignore that. And uh, what were we talking about? Um, Seeing concerts in other countries. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So (laughs) sorry, I got distracted. So anyway... That's what I was thinking. And now that you said that the energy is good there, maybe I'll go there. I've always yeah. wanted to go there. Absolutely. You should go there. London is amazing. It's the first city I fell in love with. So <sighs> they go. have all of the art, mm-hmm. the history, mm-hmm. the and their nature. museums are free. That's museums. Ugh. And castles. Mm-hmm. It's so romantic. Cliffs and oceans and Bridges and towers and like awesome, like ghosts and like, I don't know. It just seems really, really, really fun to go there. So anyways, random London tangent. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that what we're going to do now is we're going to take a a break. And when I come back, I will be with Juliet and we'll do, um, we'll play a, a phone call interview. We uh, have more emails to read. We have more stories to tell. We have a message from Lisa. So you'll want to stick around for that. Did anyone have, did you guys want to like say anything else before we move on? No, I was just really excited to be on another episode. And I always look forward to doing it again. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be coming up again uh, as host in like two in two episodes. Yep. So that'll be very fun. Amy? One thing we forgot about was River's Nerd Nights that he used to do. Oh, yes. Where they would read or, or go to Shakespeare plays or read Shakespeare, something with Shakespeare. I don't remember, but we did forget about that. And I wanted to mention it. Nerd nights. I'm putting it in. All right. Sweet. See you guys in the next episode that I'll be on. I look forward to it. Thanks for listening. All right. We'll see you. We'll see you later, buddy. Have a good one. Have a good dinner. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Now it's you and me, bud. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening for as long as you have. <laughs> and uh, we are all Weezer. We love you. Yes, we do. And we'll be back in a few. Rachel here. Uh, We had sometimes in podcasting, weird little things happen. And Jen and I recorded 
probably half an hour's worth of conversation and uh, a fun, fun discussion. And something happened to the files. So we had to go to plan B and then plan B didn't work. So we're doing plan C and it stinks, but what are you going to do? I feel really bad. And so in the future, you guys will hear Jen again, I'm sure. And so for now, we just decided to record our questions and answers individually. And the the lovely Brian is going to put them together for us so that it sounds like a regular conversation and somewhat close to our actual phone call that we had. So thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy and sorry about everything, Jen. Okay. did you hear about the show? Hi, Rachel. So I heard about the show because I have listened to y'all's podcast before and I follow you on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And I saw that you guys were taking fan, you know, stories and everything. So I decided I had just went to the Tampa show. So I figured I would call in and tell about my experience at the Tampa show. Thank you so much for calling in. Tell us your special Weezer story. So my special Weezer story and tour story is that I've been a fan, you know, since the Blue Album. And I kind of fell off listening to them for a little while, especially after Pinkerton. But I recently discovered their music again after the White Album. And I discovered that there was a fan club again. So I decided to join the fan club. And upon joining the fan club, <clears throat> I, you know, went to the Tampa show and... I took my husband with me and, you know, he's just kind of a tag along. And we saw things about the set list on Facebook stating that, you know, oh, this is just going to be another Weezer show that is going to be the same old boring set list, blah, blah, blah. So I was pretty, you know, upset because I've, I've seen them twice before and the set list was kind of similar. But this show was amazing. The fan club members and I saw Carl and it was funny because nobody really recognized him at first. He was kind of like tinkering with 
you know, the displays and everything. And I asked someone, um, you know, is that Carl? And they're like, I don't know. And I think it's because his hair was different or something. So basically I saw him and I was like, Hey, Carl, cause I knew it was him. And he's like, hi. And he was just so nice. He answered every question you know, that I asked, and I honestly can't remember <laughs> all the questions that I asked him, but um, he was just basically very polite, very down to earth. He was a very nice person to talk to, and I had met some other people, you know, that had went on the tour, so I think the the best part for me this time was, um, you know, meeting other fan club members, and also the fact that my husband was, like, dreading this tour and going to the show because he thought he was going to, you know, experience the same set list and he actually at the end was like man that was a really awesome show i really enjoyed myself and and next time weezer comes into town get us tickets i want to go do you have any thoughts on the black album what do you think is it happening is it not happening so my thoughts on the black album i mean really at first i thought that was really going to happen but if it doesn't happen, it's not meant to be. And we all know that Pacific Daydream was supposed to be, you know, the Black Album. And creatively, like, they can do what they want to do as a band. And decisions need to be made. And no, if they would have put out the Pacific Daydream album and called it the Black Album, I I just wouldn't jive with that. It just doesn't seem like something that would be considered a Black Album. Um, I'm sure one day it will come together, it's okay for me to wait. I mean, this band has been around for so long and people haven't even realized. I'm sh- I, I was at a party one time and I was talking about Weezer and somebody was like, isn't that guy dead? And I was like, no, <laughs> he's not dead. He's definitely alive and well, and they're still relevant. I mean, Weezer's still kicking around and you really can't say that for a lot of bands that emerged from the 90s. I mean, they have TV shows like One Hit Wonders for a reason. And Weezer is definitely not a one-hit wonder. They're relevant. They're To me, they're the most special band because of how they interact with their fans and this fan club. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of us can say that we, you know, stick around and we enjoy each other's company as fans. And just the camaraderie of it all. I mean, I would love for there to be um, a Weezer Cruise 3, even though I know that's probably not going to happen. I missed out on the first two, which that's okay. But I would love to get an opportunity to do something like that. And my thoughts are like, let's get a summer camp together. That would be really awesome. You know, I just think that when the Black Album does come out, because I think it will, I just think that it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Anything they do, in my opinion, is pretty awesome. Yes, there are things that, you know, they've put out that I don't like. Um, I can't just say yes to everything. But, it, yeah. I'm really sorry that we had to resort to this. Um, I'm hoping that you will join us again in the future. What do you say? Okay, so I'm so very sorry about the, um, you know, the technology confusion we've had. I really think that I've learned a lot about podcasting and I commend what you guys do because this wasn't easy, but I also learned, you know, 
how to figure out my apps and everything. So thank you for that. And yes, I would definitely love to be on the show in the future. I love talking about, you know, Weezer. I love talking about the guys. I love talking about all this stuff. And I don't get that opportunity, you know, with other people really around just because I, you know, don't live around a lot of people who enjoy them as much as I do, especially my family. I mean, every time I talk to them about anything that's Weezer related, it's like, oh my gosh, you're going to talk about them again. And it's almost a cringeworthy moment. And honestly, having a conversation with you guys and especially you, Rachel, about, you know, Weezer and it's so much fun. And I hope you guys, you know, consider me in the future for stories and everything, especially when it, you know, when it involves my favorite band of all time. So um, thanks for having me, you guys. And hopefully I can talk to you guys again soon. Thank you, Jen, for your time. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Everybody, I am back, and this time I'm here with Juliet. Welcome, Juliet. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> I love uh, the whole topic of this episode. It's great. Yes, it's all about it's all about us. Not really. Yes, everyone, all, all Weezer fans, and us. we, we, yes, yes, we, the Weezer, we are Weezer. So um, it's all good. Earlier in the episode, I. I told the story of where we got our name. We mm-hmm. thanked everyone for putting up with our shenanigans and our <laughs> our Weezer discussions and our long random podcast random. hours. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I do believe that Corey also gets a shout out tonight for that. <laughs> shout out. Yes. And um, nice. we also talked about all the things that Weezer has done for the fans mm-hmm. and so just to get back in nerd why don't you mm-hmm. start us off with nerd nights yeah uh i love nerd nights uh if you are a west la person or la based person nerd nights is like one of the funnest things that you can do it's just like a little it's a little it's a little fun. It's it's like a piece of dark chocolate, um, <laughs> you know, right after dinner. It's just a little fun. Okay. It was like so, doing Shakespeare yes. plays or... Shakespeare plays. And, you know, it ties into his social media too. Like I randomly, you know, I've been in and out of Weezer for a while. And this most recent jaunt uh, into this fan club <laughs> and now uh, culminating in this podcast, it all began with an Instagram of a nerd night and Rivers kind of putting out the the bat call, if you will, for a nerd night. And whoever wants to come watch the Shakespeare play, I believe it was a Verona, uh, the Merchant of, of Venice. And it was in Santa Monica. And I said to my husband, Corey, I said, oh, we should go to this. And he's like, oh, he's Rivers isn't going to be there. And I go, 
you never know. And so then we go and we get tickets, we go and at the front of the line, there's like this little buzz happening <laughs> and I go, oh my God, he's here. And Rivers was there and um, he's at the front of the line and all of us little fans were all like, all like a Twitter, <laughs> if you will, uh, behind him and like kind of buzzing because we're like, oh my God, like, I can't believe he's here. This is really cool. La, la, la. And we all watched uh, Merchant of Venice with him. And it's this one Shakespeare theater company in Santa Monica that Rivers likes to go and support. And we've watched countless plays with him in different venues. And sometimes there's a discussion afterwards, sometimes not. Sometimes during intermission, he'll play demos and wants to like get our opinion. Most of the time, tickets are paid for by him. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, there's also a little uh, movie theater that broadcasts Shakespeare plays or that broadcasts plays and stuff like that or operas or something like that. And uh, we all watched Cleopatra that way. And um, someone brought like um, Sunny brought like um, cupcakes with like Cleopatra eyes or, you know, oh, cool. like, you know, different, yeah, different things. And that was like another nerd night. And that was a night that Brian came and he and Brian uh, in Trojan uh, little hats uh, <laughs> played uh, an acoustic Cleopatra for us all wow. in the theater. It was really cool. So, and like we all took pictures and it was just like so funny and it's so fun. And it's like a little piece of special weezerdom that happens every now and then. So it's it's really fun. And that's how I got back into Weezer. And that was right before Everything Will Be All Right in the end came out. And then, you know, uh, an extension of, it felt like an extension of the Nerd Nights was the in-stores with uh, uh, in Long Beach, I, I believe it was called Footprints. Mm-hmm. Fingerprints. <laughs> Is that right? Fingerprints, something like that. And then also the... Um, the Hoot Nannies? The, uh, I did not go to the Hoot Nannies. That was um, a different... That was before. ...album, yeah. But you could watch that on YouTube for sure. And I'm blanking on the record store in Hollywood. Uh, not Tower. Because I no longer live there. No, not Tower. Um, the one Amoeba. that was, they just recently... Amoeba, yes, that you and I went to and saw. Rick went to. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe it could. It's like when you're not in LA anymore, like LA references, wow, will go away. It's uh, <laughs> kind of shocking. Now it's been like a oh, year. Oh, the world doesn't go away around LA. us. Uh, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I never thought in a million years I would ever forget an LA reference, <laughs> but there you go, being out here in the Bay Area. But um, yeah, I mean, like, Talk about like a, a fun way back into, in a very natural, organic way back into Weezer. And they started up the the fan club again and like everything, bringing back like the old numbers, you know, and yeah. everything. So it was just a, a really cool kind of like ride wave kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And talking talking about fans and like the podcast and like, you know, we are Weezer and all that kind of stuff. There are a lot of Weezer people around who they you never know who you're gonna run into yeah so when when uh when Corey and i went out to um uh, colorado for red rocks yeah um we stayed overnight in Vail. it's kind of it was kind of also like Corey's birthday around in october kind of thing and stuff and he is a libra (laughs) (laughs) reference back to a song we stayed a night in Vail. we had we went to the like the local 
pizza joint that the restaurant or the hotel recommended. And we sat at the bar. It was so busy. You know, you talk with a bartender or whatever, and he's like, oh, you're going to a Weezer concert? I think Cora was wearing a Weezer shirt or something like that. And we're like, oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I know Weezer. They're like, oh, are you a fan? He's like, actually, Scott stayed in my room in my parents' house in Malibu. And we're like, what? And so it turns out that he didn't know all the references, but after looking them up for the Red Album, they recorded at Shangri-La Recording Studios in Malibu. And the guys, uh, the bartender's room was the garage, which they converted into like, you know, I guess like a a, a one bedroom or like a uh, just like, you know, a big room or something like that for where people can stay. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's pretty nice. Like Airbnb or? Kind of, yeah, I think so. And uh, so for the duration of that album, so for like months, uh, Scott and his wife were, were living in his room, which was like the garage, which the family converted into like a room, I guess, for him. And then now for other guests to stay and so we took a picture of him. I'll have to look up. Oh, my phone just, I had my, I was locked out of my phone. I hope <laughs> I have that picture still. And it was just, I think his name was Buzz or some sort of nickname that he went by. And he's like, hey, <laughs> like, you know, and we took a picture of him like that. That is so yeah, funny. Yeah, so all the way out in Colorado and random places, like we were just kind of like randomly going there and there's a, a Weezer fan with like a story, like a personal Weezer story kind of thing. Um, but it was just like, it was really interesting, kind of funny. I'm just and, envisioning um, like that bartender's parents coming out with cookies and milk for <laughs> Scott and Jillian every night. Like, oh, welcome back home from the studio. Here's some cookies and milk. Right. They were like really nice and really good friends. Like, I think they were like, they, they took pictures. And, I mean, they were there for for, you know, months. So I don't know. It's really kind of funny (laughs) pictures with the family or I don't know. It was just really like, that was the impression that he gave me about it. And like that Scott and and Jillian were really nice. So I was like, that's really cool. So, and I've emailed a read from a We Are Weezer uh, fan. So this is from Kevin. So I'll just read it. Uh, Quote, unquote. Uh, First of all, I really love your podcast. I did not say this is Kevin now. Uh, I listen to it in the morning and in walks, but I run a small facts page about Weezer at Weezer Facts. But before I started running this, I had heard about Weezer from a friend. About five months later, I am desperate for no- for new music, so I listened to LA Girls. This was the one he had showed me, and I loved it. So I decided to pirate 10 Weezer albums plus the deluxe editions on Pinkerton and Blue. So I downloaded over 12 hours of Weezer in 20 minutes. It felt epic. I love Rachel's response, which was basically, we don't really uh, advocate advocate or uh, support pirating, (laughs) but we do support the spreading of the Weezer fun. So um, yeah, I was like, I can't condone this, but... At the same time, I understand and I feel good about your, your, um, choice, choices. Yeah. Like the the feeling that you felt good about that afterwards and you were excited, (laughs) that excited to go listen to all that Weezer. That is a thing. But then not only excited, but then now starts a small facts page about Weezer. Yes. Like that's, 
that's kind of like, I don't know what that is, like how Weezer kind of inspires people to like take action. Like maybe like Rivers should run for office or something. <laughs> you have Inspire people. no idea how many Weezer Instagram people mm-hmm. there are. So oh, yeah. many. Every yeah. day there's a new one that because... Yeah because I do the Instagram and it always suggests people for me every, every day I go on. If I see, you know, I try to go every day, Yeah. but I go to th- suggested and there's like a new way of spelling Rivers's name or there's a new fax or there's a new main page or yeah. main pages specifically for yeah. talking bad about them. There's, <laughs> There's Brian pages, there's Weezer pages, there's Rivers pages. You know, yeah, and I, I think with Rivers, he's definitely one of those people that people, uh, like, he's somebody that everyone has an opinion about, like, yeah. either yay or nay kind of thing. Or love to hate. Either, yeah, or he's, like, so far out there, people don't get him, so he's kind of an enigma, or he's a Rubik's Cube kind of thing. Mm-hmm. People love Rubik's Cubes, you know. But also, I mean... People do put him in that genius category. And I think that he's so active, like, you know, brainy kind of thing. It really fits his uh, persona. But when I read that, someone was like, oh, yeah, White Album, fell in love with it. And, like, how can you not? I mean, it's such a great, you know, album. The fact that he did it again in a way that kind of, like, reinvented himself again. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like that's part of the genius of of rivers i mean even now on this new tour he's like ripped and shredded for rivers (laughs) well i wouldn't say like he's not a scott ripped and shredded but he's a rivers ripped and shredded Mm -hmm. um yeah and i'm like i don't think i've ever seen rivers of muscles before but i'm into (laughs) it for sure I have not, I mean, I've been super busy, so I haven't really been able to like see all the videos or I've seen some of the pictures. I love how there was one picture in particular of like him with the same shirt that he wore for the Undone video, I think, for one of the videos. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. So I feel like it's like a throwback, like, you know, of a throwback and going forward at the same time is what this tour kind of like represents, you know? Yes, so I, I agree. And I, I love it. Every minute of it. I know. And I haven't seen it. And so I, I'm, I'm waiting just to like go. I have tickets for Mountain View and for LA and I might not be able to go to the LA one, which is killing me. No, you have yeah. to. You have to. Oh, I know. Dude, it's I in like two weeks. I'm, I'm about to lose my shit. Like I'm so excited. Oh, I know. Right. And so I don't know what to do about it, but I might be getting into a play, a musical. And so if I do do that, then I probably won't be able to go, which kills me. But the play is, is very important though. It's it's the George Takai Allegiance one. Oh, If awesome. I get into it. <laughs> yeah. And so it's about Japanese internment camps and back in the forties and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, that I'm is important. like yeah. yeah. Like if I can't, you know, if, uh, and if I'm not doing the play, then I'm definitely making it down to LA. <laughs> I already have my mom coming up to watch the boys. And although my husband doesn't realize it yet, that's why she's here <laughs> that week. You're like, I'll tell him so. later. He's not going to remember anyways. You know, you know. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely, you know, everything. It's 
It'll, I, I'm trying to not get too excited just in case I can go or cannot go. Like, I'm just like, waiting to see wait. how it plays I'm out. I'm waiting to see. Yeah. And like they're, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to let you know by the end of the week. And then I'm like, uh, it's Saturday. <laughs> it's Sunday. Uh, so whatever. We'll find out. All right. Well, fingers crossed for you. Yes. Thank That's you. exciting. <laughs> if I get in, yeah. <laughs> One of my friends uh, got an email that he's not in on mm. Thursday night. Mm. So uh, that makes it even more like, yeah, intriguing. Like, like what does that mean? Okay. Does that mean that Yeah, like, okay, well, he's not in. people and down? Or does that mean that like, yeah. they just haven't gotten to you yet? Or... Yeah. Well, you know, I exchanged emails. Does that mean you're in, probably? With the, well, I, I exchanged emails with the director, and I didn't get to do a, a dance audition. Like, I didn't, you know, get to show my dance skills, but I wanted to let you know that, you know, if I need to, I, I, if I need extra help or private lessons, I have someone I can, I have a dance teacher that I can go to. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just kind of, and I, I just wanted to let you know that, like, you know, my dedication to, you know, my perform I don't remember exactly what I said but I was like no matter if it's singing dancing acting you're like I got like, this I'll do it it'll be second to none yeah my dedication will be second to none so that was like the whole kind of like point she's like I appreciate your email we're still going through the casting process we'll let you know oh, hopefully this weekend <laughs> it's Sunday night right now so it's fine it'll be fine so maybe tomorrow so, I can only hope so, but I have, I have a crazy week. So like that, that's what I'm happy for though, too, is I, I have a class and then I have a meetings and work and kids. So yeah, it's all good. It's a lot. Yeah. I know. A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This podcast, it's also a lot, but I, yes. I'm, thank you for squeezing me in. Oh no. I mean, you know. It's important. So we were making it possible at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> On a Sunday. Oh, yeah. God. All right. So we have a very special final mm. email slash note to read. So mm. before we do that one, I'll tell my quick little story that I don't think I've told before. I have a lot of different stories, but I went to go see when they were doing the tour where they played the albums in their entirety entirety uh huh i went to go i dragged i think it's the first time that i took my husband to a weezer show <laughs> i love it and i remember it was at the gibson amphitheater which is at universal studios which is yeah. the best venue in the world that they got rid of which is no longer there yeah <laughs> which and it really sucks cuz it really was like perfect easy parking because yeah. it was at Universal yeah. Central. Mm -hmm. Like we lived mm -hmm. in Burbank at the time. So it was like a 10 minute drive. They had a pit. I, I saw no doubt there and they had a pit and it was awesome. And nice, and so, clean, so everything. It was like yeah. one of those places that like, it was actually enjoyable to go there and you could go eat mm -hmm. beforehand. And yeah. And it was safe. Easy and safe. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> the form. Um <laughs> so not that there's actually anything wrong with the forum. I don't feel unsafe at the forum. It's just mm. like in the middle. It's like in the city. Inglewood. Yeah. Yeah. And actually there, that's where everything has moved to now that used to be mm. at the Gibson is everything is back at the forum, which mm. now I'm really comfortable at the forum. I like the layout. Mm -hmm. I like the pit mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. It's, it's also really clean and 
everyone's like really friendly that works there. So I've yeah, they redid had a good time it. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and stuff with the star lights on the top on the on the indoor ceiling yes so pretty mm-hmm. and the only thing i will say is that the stairs to go down into the pit a little scary like if you had a drink <laughs> but whatever other than that <laughs> it's all good but yeah well okay so we didn't even um go to see it there but I, I I was telling somebody or I was like oh you know what Weezer should do they should like mm. play all their albums in entirety on mm. like for every album they should do that mm. and they were somebody was like oh they already did that and I was like oh I I forgot but I went to one of those like I'm such a <laughs> blonde sometimes it's really annoying Mm. um so I was like actually now it's all coming back to me I remember I had to go see Blue Album not Pinkerton night Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it was just if I had to go to one and choose I wanted to go to both honestly but I if you had to pick one I went to that one it was my husband's first time going with me oh then yeah definitely yeah we had the best time and I literally like pretty much lost my voice next day because I was screaming all the words (laughs) to all the songs the entire time. Like the guy next to me is probably going to kill me, Mm -hmm. but I had a blast and I'm pretty sure that's the first time my husband saw how nerdy I am. So Mm. that was my little silly Weezer story that I don't think anyone's ever heard before. Quasi embarrassing Mm. because I totally forgot an entire concert, but I've been to so many. It's like... Mm -hmm. A blur. So let me pull up Lisa's. Don't tell me I don't have it on here. While we're waiting, I do have an update that I just looked at my email and I don't know why, but it just came up at 148. It's not 148 on July 30th AM, but it says, hi, Juliet. You are currently on our shortlist for one of the misses in Allegiance, um, but I would really like to see you again, do a little vocal work to help us make our decision. Would you be available sometime on Tuesday? So it's a callback. I like it. <laughs> I know. What's great is that I have a vocal lesson tomorrow on Monday. So this will be awesome. So this is good. Okay. So I think <laughs> that they're like, you are probably going to get it. You just have to prove that you're good. One more time. The singing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just so interesting because when I emailed my vocal teacher, she's a new, I, I didn't know anyone out here and someone recommended me to her. I was like, there are some notes on this song that I'm not sure about. Like, I'm not sure if I'm hitting them correctly. So I haven't had a vocal lesson for like over a year. So she's like, well, bring it in. We'll work on it. And I'm like, awesome. And that's tomorrow. And then they want to see me on Tuesday. Like, that's perfect. So it's awesome. So we have a very special final message before mm-hmm. we go. Yes. And it is Lisa's Zing. note. So mm-hmm. I kind of put my feelers out. I asked um, certain special people if they wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone is very busy and mm-hmm. probably don't look at whatever I sent it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know. You got to try. Yes. Um, Lisa, who actually is the like lady who runs the, the, the Weezer facilitator. Fan Club. Yeah. She's Online. the ultimate uh, mm-hmm. Weezerino. Uh, mm-hmm. So sh- this is what she sent me. Haha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could think of something. It's like everything is crazy and surreal, but I'm not a good storyteller. LOL. Yeah. 
Once some fan friends asked me how Rivers and I knew each other, and I told them that we met in jail. And I think they might have believed me for a minute, exclamation point. And that is that that was it. Um, so it's I thought it was funny because it really shows like Lisa's personality and yeah. humor. Yeah. And that was really sweet that she took the time, time to yeah even respond to little old us. Yeah. So I thought that was really nice. And I wanted to save like our ultimate best for last. Yes. And other than that, I think that's about it. Mm. We may may not have one other phone call to play next, but Mm -hmm. is there anything else that you wanted to share with the peeps or say before we sign out? I mean, I, yeah, I can't believe we're at 30 either. Like, I think it's a total testament to you, Rachel, and and your, you know, enthusiasm, passion for doing this and like resources, like for sure. And the time that it takes to do all that you do for this podcast and everything. I think it's, it's amazing and it's great and I'm happy to be part of it. So (laughs) thank you. I'm happy you're a part of it. Oh, thank you. So I, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to keep going after Rick without you and Amy. So I <laughs> definitely owe you guys a lot. And is your idea and, you know, and keeping it alive. It's like, it's awesome. It's great. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and yeah. keep going as long as uh, everything as you will can. let me. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's we'll awesome. see. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. Well, so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about what's next and do our little outro. So BRB, everybody. so much for listening to our super duper mega special episode 30 we are weezer we are weezer i just really like saying that because it's fun so what's next it so we've got episode 31 tired of sex with weezer cover band weezer 10 and so that'll be really fun yeah we hope you enjoy this episode thank you for listening and you can follow us on social media facebook twitter instagram at we are weezer Shoot us an email if you like anytime at weareweezerforever at gmail.com. Go check out the merch on our website. Love it. There's already one toddler t-shirt up that's really cute. <laughs> and we are working on more. So keep checking in. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it, guys. All Happy right. Happy 30th. 
Got yeah. It. You know what? I'm just going to stay 30 from now on. How about that? Great. <laughs> 30. I don't know what you mean. Yes. Like, do it. Instead of turning the age I am turning ah, next month, yes. I'm just going to be 30. <laughs> I love it. Why not? For sure, don't look 30 anymore, but I will shoot for that. Of dream. course, of course, we all do. You know, forty is the new thirty. Thirty is the new twenty. Yes. Whatever. So. I actually have no sense of what age looks like anymore because I, I, I know don't, me neither. I don't know what, how old I look, and I don't feel old, so I don't think I uh, look, look old. At, but look I'm pretty at, sure I probably do look old to other people. Well, and then also look at look at rivers. Like how old is rivers? Right. This so. is true. Right? So I think we can all take a, a note from him and just be the age we are and not look it. So, yeah, don't focus on it. <laughs> it's just exactly. live in the now. Let's yeah. Be present, yeah, yeah. as they like to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that's it. We'll see you next time. Yeah. And adios. And adios. Yeah. <laughs>